0: If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone.
1: Hey, everyone. My name's Charlie. And for a long time, I lived with the most amazing family ever. I had everything I needed— tasty snacks, and all the love and belly rubs a dog could ask for. But one day, everything changed. It was just another ordinary day. I woke my humans up, had breakfast, and was about to take a nap when my best friend in the world, Jenny, said that we have to go. Yay, I guess we were up for an adventure. When I jumped to my seat in the car, I was really excited. Where were we going this time? What were we going to do? It must be something really special. I love being in the car, so the next few minutes were the best. And I stuck my head out to see all the buildings and trees passing by. The only thing that bothered me was that she was on her phone the whole time. The car finally stopped, and I jumped out to stretch my legs and run around a little. We were in the biggest, most beautiful field I'd ever seen. Oh, I get it. We were going for a walk, right? But... As I started sniffing around and looking for a fun stick to play with, Jenny jumped back in the car and quickly drove away. Okay, maybe this was a whole new level of hide-and-seek we loved to play in the house. Or maybe it was like that movie we saw together, when one dog waited for their owner to get back every day. I assumed that was it, and I just had to wait for Jenny to come back. Then she'd give me a treat for being a good boy, as she always said. So I did what I had to do. I waited for Jenny, watching other cars passing by. The next car would be Jenny's. Okay, not that one. But the next one had to be hers. Or not. It was getting darker, and a wild thought popped into my head. What if Jenny wasn't coming back? At that moment, I realized I should probably go back home on my own. So I started walking. It was getting even darker and colder, and I was really hungry. After some time, I came across a garbage can and couldn't help but look inside. Somebody left a couple of hot dogs in there. They definitely didn't smell fresh, but I was so hungry that I gulped them up and kept walking home. All this time, I couldn't help but wonder what I'd done wrong, what they were punishing me for. I was kind of bad lately, true, but they were always cool about that. It was starting to get really late, and I was so tired that I decided to sleep for a while. I found a dirty rug of some sort next to some other garbage cans, got under it to keep at least a little bit warm, and fell asleep. I woke up to the sound of beeping horns. What? What was going on? Why had I fallen asleep under a rug? Anyway, it was time to wake Jenny and Michael up. Plus, I had a weird dream last night. But as I got out from under the rug, I realized that it wasn't a dream. This really did happen. I felt so lonely, abandoned, and hungry. I found another almost rotten snack on the ground and decided to keep walking. I eventually got to this place with tons of people walking by and cars everywhere. I was completely lost. Some of the humans just gave me a weird look and walked around me. Others tried to pet me. I felt so scared and overwhelmed by the whole thing that I ran and hid in the first alley I could find. But there, I faced another problem. There were two other dogs in there. They definitely didn't seem happy to see me. Hey, I'm just trying to find my home. I'll I'll just be on my way now. What home? One of them said. I told them the whole story about me and Jenny. I explained how I got there and asked them whether they saw a house like mine nearby. When I finished, the other one said, You know that they abandoned you, right? What? No, they didn't. They'd never do something like that. It's, It's just a misunderstanding. They're looking for me no they're not the other dog chimed in we've been through this too turned out both of them were in the same situation rocky said that one day his loving family just packed their bags got in the car and drove away leaving him behind just like my jenny did and oscar was born in a big house along with his brothers and sisters he was an awkward puppy and didn't understand everything as fast as his siblings So, before he realized what was going on, his humans left him on the street as well. So, now it was official. Jenny and Michael really did just throw me away like a piece of garbage. To be honest, that was the most awful feeling in the world. And these two knew exactly how I felt. How could people we love so much betray us like that? But we still loved our humans. Just hope they'd come find us. We couldn't hate them. That's just impossible for us dogs. From that moment on, me, Rocky, and Oscar became best friends. Every morning, every single one of us went in different directions to find something good like food or something to keep us warm at night. We had each other's backs, looked out for the people with nets that tried to take us away in their big van, and stuck together like a real team. Actually, like a family. One of our favorite spots to check for food was outside this little diner. Jenny and Michael sometimes went to places like that. One day, a human lady noticed me in the corner as she was throwing out some food. By that time, I had learned that, unfortunately, not all humans are nice. Some of them couldn't wait for me to get out of their space, or yelled at me to get. But this lady just gave me a huge smile and said, You hungry, little guy? Wait just a sec. Then, she came back with a little plate of the tastiest-looking piece of meat I'd ever seen. But what if it was a trap? I didn't move. She smiled again and said, You don't have to be afraid of me. But if you're scared, I'll just leave it right here. As soon as she left, I ate it up in one bite, completely forgetting about my buddies. It was the best food I'd had in weeks. Still, I found some other great snacks around and brought them to my friends for dinner. I kept going back to that diner, and I found out that this lady was named Allison, and she was a cook there. But I didn't want to come closer to her. Every day, she told me one fact about herself, left food for me, and went back to her kitchen. After some time, I realized that I trusted her enough to take the food right away. She was really surprised, but smiled at me as always and pet me on the back. Then one day, she looked at me and asked, Listen, buddy, would you like to come live with me? You look like you really need a home. I was so surprised, overwhelmed, and happy at the same time. I could only lick her hand to say that I really wanted to. That day, she took me to her small but cozy apartment, and we've been best buds ever since. Allison and I live in the same neighborhood as the alley I spent my nights in, so I sometimes see my old buddies, Rocky and Oscar. Unfortunately, they're still out on the streets because they haven't met their Allison yet. But they still believe that everything will change and they'll eventually find someone who loves them. And I just hope that one day I'll see them walking next to their favorite human sides and looking happy again.
0: Hey guys, it's Rocky here. You met my friends Charlie and Oscar, right? The three of us are besties, Me, Charlie, and Oscar. Actually, Charlie no longer lives with us, since he got lucky and found his new human. But, like I said, we're pals, so Oscar and I can only feel happy for our friend. And we hope his new human treats him better than that Jenny person he told us about. Speaking of the Jennies of the world, I happen to know a few of them all too well. When I first met Charlie in that alley, I told him about my first owners. They were a young couple, and they bought me from a pet store when I was just a pup. Everything was good the first year or so. Lots of playtime, treats, and toys galore. But then, things got bad real quick. My Sarah and Dan stopped giving me so much attention. They were always on their phones, and they seemed upset and stressed out most of the time. I don't remember much since I was still pretty young but I'll never forget the day they got into that big truck with all those boxes and drove away. I don't know how long I sat on that porch and waited for them to come back. A little old lady happened to walk by our house. She noticed me and said, Hey, little fella, what are you doing sitting there all alone? Did your owners lock you out? But after peeking into the windows, she looked down at me and said, Oh, you poor thing. They left you, didn't they? I looked up at her, confused. That's when she put her hand under my chin and said, That's okay. You can come and live with old Eileen. How does that sound? Come on now, I'll fix you up something good to eat. I was hesitant to leave at first. I didn't want Sarah and Dan to worry about me once they got back. But I was hungry too. So I went with the nice lady. And boy, am I glad I did! I made myself at home with her, and we did everything together. Every morning I'd wake her up, and we'd have breakfast in her cozy little kitchen while she listened to the humans on the TV talk about the sun, wind, and rain. Then she'd put my leash on me, and we'd go for a walk around the block. We'd go past my old house each time, and I never did see Sarah and Dan. Another family moved in not long after mine had left. I'd understood by then that they were never coming back. But I was perfectly fine with old Eileen. On really nice days, she'd take me to the dog park and let me run around without my leash. Man, I could spend hours there playing with the other dogs from the block, sniffing trees and flirting a bit with Daisy. Ooh, she smells so nice. In the evenings, we'd sit on the couch and watch TV together. Nothing beats being cuddled up with your favorite human while they rub your back and belly. Ooh. Then, one day, I woke up and started nuzzling old Eileen like I did every morning. Come on, it's time for breakfast. Time for the people on the TV to talk about the rain and clouds. Only this time, she didn't wake up. I waited and waited and then started barking so that she'd open her eyes and we'd go to the kitchen like we'd done so many times. Our neighbor Chris must have heard me because he walked in not long after that. Eileen had given him a spare key just in case of emergencies. Well, today was that emergency. The people in the big white truck took my sweet Eileen away. I knew what had happened. I could just sense it. Chris came to feed me and take me for a walk the next day. Then Eileen's daughter Karen and her husband Sam came over a few days later. They never liked me very much. They'd always call me hurtful names like Fleabag and Mutt, so I liked to keep my distance from them. They kept coming over, and sometimes they'd be with strangers. They'd all walk around each room in the house. Then one day, when the two came over, Karen was actually nice to me. She said, Come on, boy, want to go to the dog park? I was still missing Eileen, but I also wanted to get out of the house and maybe see my friends at the park. Once we got there, Karen let me off my leash and I went to go sniff around. But after a while, my heart just wasn't in it, so I went to find her. Only, she was gone. I'd always known Karen wasn't fond of me, but did she really abandon me? Well, fine with no Eileen to go back to, I headed out on my own. It wasn't long after that when I met Oscar. We hit it off immediately. We'd go looking for food behind restaurants and in different alleys, and it was in one of our regular spots that we ran into Charlie. He'd just been thrown out, so Oscar and I showed him the ropes. We became a team, the three of us. Well, just like Charlie told you, we'd scavenge for food, hide away from mean people, and keep each other warm during the cold nights. Then, when Charlie found Allison, it was just like me and Oscar again. And we love young couples sitting at parks. You just tilt your head. They aww at you, buy you a snack, or share theirs. Some people are pretty mean, though. Or maybe they're just scared of stray dogs because they think we're dangerous or sick. They yell something and don't let their human babies touch us. And that's fine, I understand. Not all humans can be Eileen's and Allison's, I guess. Most of them you have to run or hide from. And that's exactly what me and Oscar did when we heard some humans coming into our alley about two weeks ago. We couldn't run, so we tried to hide under a cardboard box. I was so scared when they found us, and I was downright terrified when they loaded us up into their van. This is it, man. We're done for. But it turned out they were really good people. They find guys like us in the streets who've been abandoned by their families. They took us to a shelter, where they gave us food and taught us really cool tricks. I soon learned that we were training to become therapy dogs. You see, there are humans who have special needs, whether they're recovering from some tragedy or trauma, or they just get sad, lonely, or have nervous feelings. They need a good dog to help them cope. Not everyone can be trained to surf humans like that. You gotta have the right personality. But I think the shelter people noticed Oscar and I had families before and are friendly and calm, so they picked us. Training isn't easy, and you have to learn a lot before you can become a therapy dog. I think our first task will be to help older people because we had this one visitor a couple of days ago. It was a sweet grandma, just like old Eileen and she spent some time with us. She even brought us treats. I know I probably won't see her again, but I'm happy that I'll be able to help people like her. Sure, humans can be cruel, I know that all too well, but they can also be sweet and kind. No matter what happened to me, I still believe that.